Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, welcome back to the Ryan Ragoni Show on Believe Network and the Draft Network. We're here at Golden Touch Cuts on the University of Miami campus. This week, we got none other than Kobe Young. What's good, Kobe? What's up? What's up? Thank you for having me. Man, thank you for coming on. I'm actually real glad I could get you on, you know, because there's so many things I want to ask you. I mean, you're a really intriguing person. Like, when I met you, you're like the quietest but the most talkative person right. I met. Yeah, like if you would just see him around, this man, he won't say nothing, just be to himself. Then you just ask him a question. You can't get this man to shut up. <laughs> for real, for real. Stop talking. But now, uh, now your story, you know, is, you know, I, I read a bunch of stuff, articles on you, and there's a lot of things, you know, I want to ask you. But, I mean, you're a really, you know, down-to-earth guy, humble, great teammate. And, you know, that's why it's made me happy, you know, seeing you you know, have the success you've had in the past few weeks. Appreciate it. Of course. And, you know, when I did research, you know, I saw some things about you in high school and basketball. Oh, yeah. I saw something about averaging 21 points, six rebounds, four steals, and three blocks a game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was my first love. When I tell you, basketball, I, I, I got into football pretty late, you know, watching my brothers grow up. So it took me a while to get in the football game, but. But you know how – well, obviously you know, but how insane it is to average 21 points, six rebounds, four steals, and three blocks? Mind you, that was my first year playing that varsity. Like, I sat out the first two years of my junior uh, and sophomore year just to focus on football. So that was my first year coming back. <laughs> so you just jumped in saying, screw I'm going to play, and then you become, like, the best player in the city. For real. I had to win something. We wasn't really good in football that year. Yeah. So I was like, I got to go out with a bang. So I ended so up playing y'all, basketball. Did y'all win something? Yeah, we ended up uh, playing for states. Really? But with COVID, that was that COVID year, so uh-huh. we ended up winning by default. So, uh, like, it was like a joint championship. But we still got a medal and a banner for all that. So, <laughs> I'm saying we got a state chip that year. Yeah, no, I would have I just kept it as, yeah, we want a state championship. Yeah, Ain't real. nobody going to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, the reason why I brought that up, because now, like, I feel like I got to play you one-on-one. Oh, no, you can't beat me. Hey, don't get it twisted. No, now. I promise you, you can't beat nah, me. Get, don't get it twisted. Nah, but <laughs> I, I, I promise you. New York is a basketball state. No, That's yeah, where you they, get it from. Man. I, I get that. You know, uh, Jared Harrison Hunt. Right. I'm not gonna lie, we we go you know to the reg like during the off season. This man's running point. This man's running point. He's the biggest dude on the court. Right. And he can hoop. I mean, I heard a lot of people. I want to see a lot of people hoop. I know Frank. One person that can't hoop is that guy over there. Oh man, he talked a lot though. He say he, can he talks a lot, but he cannot hoop. Yeah. For sure. We got a lot of talkers on our team. I know. I want to get Frank Glass in one on one. I feel like he he say he could hoop, but I don't feel like he could hoop like that. So. You're going to have to get me first because I ain't. I'm going to let you know. Like, I'm going to give you respect. Like, I'm going to hope you, I'm a, you're yeah, a good I competitor. I ain't going to give you nothing easy. You know? All right. It ain't going to be an easy game. I'm a shot creator. You know what I mean? I make hey, my shot. Hey, we played to 11. Like, <laughs> I promise you it's going to end up going to like 16, 17. You got to win by two. I don't play defense like that, though. Oh, I play defense right there. You, well, you're not going to really score like I'm that. Like, I'm like KD compared oh, so to you. Just, you know what I mean? I'm going to just shoot over you. You're a lethal shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I see, I'm out rebound because you're gonna miss them shots, you know. Once so I find it, it's over. I promise. Oh, once you. your rhythm, yeah, you, you're gonna have to step up. We're gonna see about that. All right, but uh, so let's just start from the beginning. You know, you want to say obviously you just said you're from New York, right? You know, which part of New York are you from? Upstate New York, so uh, Binghamton, New York. It's about like an hour away from Syracuse. You know, okay. small, very small town, college town. It's uh, 
got a big university there and, you know it's like really you don't really get like a lot of attention there you know like nothing really good probably the closest people that came to us at a point in time uh the Joneses brothers they played in that in that town they played for a small town called Endicott uh-huh. and then they moved up to Rochester so we don't really like we don't have no former players to really like the Jones brothers who are you saying like Chandler Jones and all oh yeah. they're from up there yeah they're from like they're from Rochester yeah yeah but they played there for like a little bit because okay. like, we got like little towns around Binghamton's like the main like uh-huh. place but there's like little towns around and they played for one of our rivalry teams a couple of my brothers got to play against them and I got to see them play when they were younger they were dogs oh yeah for sure so are are you big on UFC. No, nah, I'm not really oh, big. I was about to say, the GOAT, man. Yeah, Greatest yeah, of all yeah. time, John I mean, Jones. Like, when I tell you, like, he would come to Binghamton to party and stuff like that. So, like, <laughs> he, that's a big party. Everybody he got some, He got some crazy yeah, He got in trouble too much thing. because of his partying. Absolutely. But, no, that's pretty cool. So, you said your first love was basketball. When did you end up getting into football? Pretty late. I want to say around, like, middle school is when I really, like, got to really start playing. You know, I, I started – really young but i played up with my brothers and i honestly like i just was it wasn't for me i mean so i ended up switching to basketball playing that all through elementary school baseball here and there and then we got to like fifth sixth grade that's when i switched to football i started playing quarterback at first quarterback yeah you sling it oh absolutely Um, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to show you some after you got some highlights yeah oh okay i'm gonna have to show you you after yeah i was that dog man but yeah I was like, just like, at first, like, I was like, nah, I don't think I'm ready to, like, get hit and all that. Uh-huh. And then I watched my brothers, like, just dominate the game. I was like, yeah, I got to follow their footsteps. Well, no, yeah. So that was one thing with me. Like, when it comes to basketball players, there's so many guys, like, you know, you're Bill, 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, they just try and try and play basketball. Like, I had guys like that in my high school, and I would try and get them to play football. Right. Begging them, like, dude, you, you don't understand. Like, you come and you play football, you're going to have a way better chance of making a lot more money going to college, getting your school paid for, Absolutely. than playing basketball. Like, you're 6'4", playing a post. Like, yeah. you ain't going to do that in college. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm glad you ended up. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, noticing, you know what? That's one thing just, I told my uh, basketball coach, like, when I started playing again, I was like, hey, you're not going to put me in the center. Like, yeah. I'm going to bring the ball up. Like, <laughs> there's no none of that. You know what's funny? <laughs> I would play the post. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like a lot of these high school teams, you just get, like, a taller guy and you throw him right in the paint when I was just they're aggressive. so versatile. Like, bro, I would just box out. You want somebody to play aggressive? Right. It doesn't matter how big you were. Like, I'm elbowing the bag. Like, we, we about to yeah. – you ain't just going to drive it. You might fall out, but you're going to feel that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get my four. Yeah. I'm going to get four. Like, don't worry. But, like, it's going to be worth it, too. For sure. I ain't going to foul out. I'm going to be right there on the edge. Right there. Like, coach is like, ah, oh, nah, you know what? We're going to keep him in. He, keep it in. Yeah. He's he going to get us a steal. Good. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing good. But, not nah, for sure. When did you notice that you were, like – pretty good you know at football well a lot of like the talent up there is kind of like weak you know we don't yeah. really have like those strong five-star recruits yeah. stuff like that so i never really didn't like get a challenge until i went juco and we played like a pretty good uh team it's called snow college it's out in utah mm-hmm. and we had like a five-star recruit corner going against and now i put up like around 100 yards on them so i was like hey right now like i'm shooting for the top right now like yeah. i gotta put myself out there and try to get Recruited as high as possible. Yeah. So how did you – well, I guess I know that answer. You know, you say you go from a small town and right. stuff like that. 
how did you deal with that with like recruiting in high school for football? I feel like I definitely didn't recruit myself as hard as I should have. Like I probably went to a couple camps here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, I really I just tried to like contact coaches through Twitter. I honestly was just gonna like go local. You know, mm-hmm. we got like a, a lot of local colleges, Syracuse, Buffalo, stuff like that. So I really. I, it was my like a poor job on me. Like I got it. I should have gotten out there, gone to more camps. But I mean, it worked. Out, ended up working out pretty oh, good. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> it worked out yeah, a lot better. Sure. God got a plan for everybody. You Absolutely. May not, you know, you may not see it now, but eventually it comes to light. Yeah, for sure. You know, you probably like me. Like I'm. I was like the same way. I didn't get recruited at all. Right. Like none. I didn't get no offers, no official visits, none of that. Mm-hmm. No letters, none of that. So, I mean, I understand that. And yeah. somehow I still ended up at the University of Miami Absolutely. Like, on full scholarship. For sure. Like playing, not just, you know, you know, just sitting on the side. Like yeah. I'm actually like full scholarship playing. Like I wouldn't have expected that coming out of high school, like being where I'm from. Like nobody's ever like got recruited to like power five, things like mm-hmm. that. Like nobody does that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I get exactly what you're saying. So what made you, you know, choose – it, was that the only JUCO like that it offered you, or what was? Honestly, I didn't even get offered there. It was like well, a lot of JUCOs are like you have to like walk yeah, on, right? Well, that JUCO you can't walk on. You have to like be offered, and then but like there's no scholarship. Yeah, there's yeah, no scholarship. You gotta that's pay. What I'm saying, yeah. yeah, but it's like it was just random one day. Like we were just sitting, literally watching Last Chance U, and I had a cousin that went there before, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey, like why don't you just try to go JUCO?" Mm-hmm. And I was like. Where do I even go? Like, I didn't even know what really Juco was. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, like, somewhere wild. And mind you, Scranton is, like, 30 minutes from where I was at. Yeah. So he was like, just go here. You just got to be locked in. Like, this is college. But, like, if you go here, I feel like you can go Power 5. Now, did they have a lot of people go Power 5 before? Yeah. I mean, Brian McKinney. Oh, really? He went, yeah. He, like, oh, he goes okay. to He went to Lackawanna, like. He his uh like our dorms where we stay is called McKinney Hall. Oh okay. And like so when they were telling me that like I didn't know that until I committed here. Uh-huh. And they were like, hey, the last guy that went here was like a first round pick, like number one pick in the draft. Yeah. And I was like, who's that? And he was like, Brian McKinney. <laughs> who's that? I was like, oh my god, like that, that's insane. But mm-hmm. I ended up actually reaching out to him. He ended up like talking to me on Instagram and stuff oh, like really? that. And was like, hey, keep the Lackawanna College life like going mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But we have a lot of a lot of people. End up going to Penn State from uh, Lackawanna. We yeah, got, in Penn yeah, State, yeah, like yeah. Jaquan Brisker. He plays for the Bears, number nine. Okay, got the yeah, yeah, pick yeah. Uh-huh. against the Patriots. Uh-huh. He played for uh, Lackawanna. And we just got like a lot of little guys around the league that's dominating. That's actually that's a lot better than a lot of JUCOs. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot better. So in JUCO, when did you start getting recruited from colleges? I would say probably spring. Yeah. Like, as, like in the beginning, it started slow. I started getting like my offers back from high school. Yeah. So like little Stony Brook, yeah. stuff like that, Albany, Maine, mm-hmm. just little schools. And then I think uh, Virginia Tech was the first one to offer me. And then after that, ACC just started running, getting yeah, a lot of offers rolling, there. Yeah. And then just started building up. So which schools did you consider going to? Uh, Penn State being one, they send a lot of guys to uh, Penn State. So that was like one of my top at first, but they were like weird about switching my position and stuff like that. So I wasn't ready to switch position. Yeah. They were going to move me to tight end. Oh, really? Yeah. And Tennessee was another one. Uh, Florida State, obviously. Yeah. They offered. And then Miami. 
So what made you end up choosing Miami out of all of them? I feel like they were just showing the most love. Yeah. Like they called me, Coach Gaddis called me constantly yeah. like every other day. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Da, da, da. You put in work. Yeah. And then just, I mean, Cristobal is a great guy. You know, you always showed up too. So, and then mind you, like when they offered me the next day, they were like, hey, we want to fly you down. Like we got to get, get you down here ASAP. Yeah, get the ball rolling. So, yeah. So I mean, they were just jumping on it right away. Yeah. They really like wanted you, yeah. wanted you here and like made it known that they want you here. Absolutely. You know, other than the other schools. Yeah. So, I mean, Florida State did offer you and you <laughs> play them this week. They, For sure. they didn't show you that much love. Oh, no, no. Yeah, so it was one of those things they just offered you and just didn't even yeah talk to it you. was just like i would get randomly like text like hey what do you what's up i'm like hey i haven't spoken to you in two weeks <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. what do you what do you want me to say to you right now i was just like are you gonna give me a visit no all right then yeah no point then really then we're good yeah. we're good on it but no, uh so you chose miami i remember you got here just a few weeks before fall camp started. right you know so given that i mean you're obviously gonna be behind on a lot of things. Like it took you a little minute just to catch up with, you know, first of all, like the power five, like football, right. you know, the level playing against the town and then learning the offense and stuff. You know, how was that for you? I know, like I had to realize like where I'm at. Like at first I was like starstruck. Like I'm seeing Tyler Van Dyke and yeah. Xavier Strepo and Frank Ladson and all these yeah. guys. And I'm like, wow, like I'm really on the level with these guys right yeah. now. And then just like getting adjusted, like when you right now it's about like sixty degrees, maybe lower up north. Yeah. So playing football in eighty degree weather is kind of a big adjustment. So those mm-hmm. are one of the two biggest things. Like I had to realize, like, man, this I'm here, and now I got to put in the work to prove that, like why I'm here. Yeah, what's badass about that is you know you say, well, damn, like I'm you know here with Tyler Van Dyke, Colby, like X, like I mean, you know Frank, <laughs> yeah. X. Other people would be like, damn, like. Kobe Young, they're they're saying your name now with all that. And, you know, that's from your recent success. Like you started playing, you got your first start and in your first start, you had 100 yards receiving. Then the next week you had, what, 127, two touchdowns, like two back-to-back great games. You know, you're just progressing like each week. Absolutely. That's a really, really cool thing to see, especially from a guy like you. Like, Like I said earlier, like, you're you're not one of those guys that's just you know always talking like you're yeah. a quiet guy you know you just put in the work and just you're ready for when it comes for sure no like that's a really really cool thing to see and appreciate it's like, that you know you want things like that for people like you yeah like, you know most you know there's players that are like so loud and obnoxious always talking about this, right. like talking about themselves and stuff like that and they get all this success and you're like all right, all right. yeah that's one that's thing cool. I like I always remember where I came from. Like there was, there was nothing. Like mm-hmm. really, there's no nothing to brag about. Like yeah. I would walk around brag, and it's just like, all right, like where are you about to go, Albany? Yeah. Like what, what are you really doing? So like, mm-hmm. for like just to put on for the the people back home is like amazing. I I just gotta stay humble for that. Oh, for sure. Like I, again, like I feel like the same way. Like where I'm from, there's literally like nobody. Right. Nobody like anywhere. Like truly, like if you look all around the country from Pasadena, Texas, there's not going to be anybody. Right. Like, that's why, like, if I go home, like, people, like, the younger guys, I love seeing, like, them. I love going to the high schools around there, like, all the different ones, just showing them love. Yeah. Saying, like, you know what, like, someone like me, like, I'm not, you know, the most physical gifted guy, but, like, if you put your, you know, mind to it, hard work and stuff like that, you never know what you'll come from, like, what you'll be able to do. Absolutely. Like, I come from, like, the same place. Like, nobody's done this before. Nobody's been at this level before. So, it's like, 
a cool thing to be that for others. And you got to remember that you know, for sometimes. Sure. You know, even when times get hard, that makes you like want to work harder. Like, you know what? There's people back there that, you know. Yeah, that, you know, I definitely hit that hit that wall when I first got here. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I was dying. I'm like, geez, like, what am I about to do? And I think it wasn't working out. And I just thought like all the stuff that the people like would say back at home, like we knew he wouldn't be able exactly. to. It was just like stuff like that. So I had to prove it, you know. You know, it's crazy. One of my, you know, people I thought, you know, was my friend. Whenever I transferred into Miami, they said something like, what are you even doing? Like chasing these childhood dreams. Right. Like, what are you doing? Like basically like kind of like down to me and like it, it was like the same thing. Like uh -huh. if I failed at this, like what are people going to say? Like not that, you know, you care, but at the same time, like, you know, you have a sense of pride in yourself. Like, no, like I'm going to make this. Work. I I'm going to prove everybody, you know, wrong. Yeah. I mean, I had family like doing oh, that same thing yeah, like 100%. coming out my gap year like i took a gap year coming out of high school mm -hmm. so i didn't go right into juco and then they were just like hey what are you doing like are you gonna hang up the cleats like we're, like are you done what are you doing in life and i was just like i just had to believe in myself like i knew i was gonna just like i knew i was gonna find a way i really didn't know what i was gonna do mm -hmm. mind you like i look back in my memories like i was in miami hanging out with people you know like just doing wild childish things yeah. and like I look back and like now I was like, wow, I could have took a whole different path yeah. that I'm doing right now. Like I said earlier, God's got a path for every single Absolutely. person. Like you don't know, like you could be in such a bad part of it and then you don't know why you're going through that. But maybe you going through that is supposed to drive you to where you are now and make you better and make like yeah. motivate you. You have that inner drive instead of that stuff just being given to you for already. Sure. Like you already had it, so you don't really. It doesn't mean that much to you. Uh -huh. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And that actually brings me to my next question: Like, what drives you? Like, what motivates you? I feel like definitely just the the support, like like the people that put on for me before. Mm -hmm. So like my mother, my brothers, all that. Like I know they didn't have the most opportunities that they had. They grew up a different way than I did. Mm -hmm. So like I want to drive to like just to put on for them honestly like for the struggles they had to do for the, my mom i mean my mom did like anything i was the, i'm the baby of like 16 yeah so like i got a lot of siblings that like didn't took different paths that didn't really make it mm -hmm. so to like put a smile on her face and like to make her feel happy to make her feel like i accomplished something yeah. to tell her friends like hey my son is doing yeah. this that drives me like every day to just keep going 100 percent my I love that because that's how kind of I feel like about my family. Like my uncles, like they'll text me randomly sometimes and like they'll be out somewhere, some dinner or some bar and they'll be watching a Miami game and they'll be like, they'll hear somebody talking about like me, like, oh yeah, Ryan Magoni goes there. And like my uncle be like, yeah, that's my nephew. Yeah. Like that stuff, I, I love like hearing stuff like that. Absolutely. You know? And out of all the like boys in my family, like I, I have a lot of brothers, you know, I got, I'm, have a lot of you know sisters right. things like that and i'm the youngest like boy mm -hmm. and so being able to do something that you know i know my brothers wish they could have right that's one of those things that like had, motivates me too like i know like my older brother ricky like i know more than anything like he he was a harder worker than me by mm -hmm. far he he would come here and he'd probably be the hardest working person on the team. right I got nobody it. worked harder than him uh -huh. and he wasn't you know able to do you know to succeed in that way you know right and that that's one thing that drives me like you know what i'm here and i know if he was here what he would be doing so like why am i not doing, doing that? It. like i'm taking it for granted for sure you know? 
So I mean, that's one thing that motivates me. Yeah, like, I can't let them down. Exactly. You know, I gotta like put on. Exactly. Like, what would he think if, about me? Like, what am I doing right now? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, with that being said, you know, at the end of every episode, I like to ask people, you know, what's a piece of advice you'd like to give somebody? Just never give up on yourself. You know, at the end of the day, you can't. You got to start. You keep thinking about yourself. Like, mm-hmm. don't doubt yourself. Just keep going. Like. You're gonna have bad days. You're gonna have even worse days. Yeah. So like, just the the drive for the success. You know, like you're gonna have haters. Just embrace them and then keep going. Just every day, put your head down and keep going. That's like that's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. I actually have like a little saying like myself. Like especially when I came here, I transferred from Arkansas State. Like, right. That's, had, that's actually interesting. I had an offer and I went on a visit there. So Arkansas State, <laughs> yeah, who was it. the coach? At the, was this recently? Yeah, really recently. So you, that's a Heckendorf, the OC, right? I don't even remember. I went to, I went to, I forgot. He went to Bama. He was the receiver coach at Bama, the head yeah, coach. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, Butch. Yeah, there Butch, you go. Yeah, yeah he was the head coach. No, no, not Butch. I know his name. Jones. Butch, Butch Jones. Jones, yeah. Butch Jones, yeah. He, he was a, actually a really cool guy. Yeah, no, he's a heck of a guy. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, but, yeah, I got a teammate that went there. He was like, bro, just come on this visit with me, please. Like, they yeah, offered me, and I, I was just like. Jones brain, bro. I was Jones like, no, nah, I, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I, only like, I, wanted, I lasted one year there for a reason. Yeah, but no. I got an offer that. That was pretty interesting. I transferred here, and I, like. Basically, I had one semester to make it work. I couldn't afford to come here. Right. And, you know, luckily I got put on scholarship, you know, mm-hmm. after that. Like, but I had to bet on myself. Like, always bet on yourself. Like you say, like, never yeah, give up. Never give up. I had to bet on myself. Like, always bet on yourself no matter what. Like, if as long as you believe in you, nobody can stop you. Right. 100%. Absolutely. Well, bro, I'm excited to see, you know, where we come from here. It's your first year in Miami, and I'm liking what, like, how it's starting. Yes, sir. So I'm excited to see what you go from here. Absolutely. I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.